Welcome to the Mike Davis Show. It is Tuesday. I had yeah. to think what I did this morning, and I exercised in Solomon Services. That makes it Tuesday. Yeah. If I was really tired, it would be Thursday, because that would have been the other day. But yeah. yes. So welcome back to the show. Yay. We're we here. have all kinds of things that we didn't cover yesterday. Mm -hmm. We have all kinds of things we're going to cover today. Yeah. And I am going to defend my profession. Yes. I am 100% going to take a minute to defend my profession, because okay. somebody who has a lot of power and a lot of authority, tried to throw an entire industry under the bus. I wonder who that somebody and could be. And this person is not going to stand for that. Guess in the comments. Not you know going to stand person. for that being thrown under the bus. I just think that's inappropriate and it's wrong. Okay. Because we're the people that built the roads. Mm -hmm. We built the country. Like right now, I could do Otter from Animal House and we could all march out of here and go home. <laughs> Because we're not going to stand for you bad-talking America. Should I go get the whiskey? Because we built America. <laughs> uh, no, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight? Okay. Not tonight. I got I got right. a conference call with my siblings tonight, so no, not tonight. <laughs> so sober conference yeah, call. Yeah, it's got to be a sober conference call tonight. <laughs> Lord only knows what will happen. But yeah, so anyway, uh, I am going to defend my entire profession along with uh, point out some major hypocrisies that are going on. All right. While you're doing your reads, I'll go get the soapbox. You go get the soapbox. I am going to need the soapbox. All right. And I went to this place today and did business with them. The team uh, at South State Bank is a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you're looking for a banking relationship that you can depend on, check out South State Bank. they got three locations in St. Augustine, one on State Road 16, one on State Road 312, and my favorite one, the branch over at the beach. They're a member of FDIC, and uh, you can go to their website, southstatebank.com. Great folks. Mm -hmm. Great folks at South State Bank. Also great folks at Bear Kresge & Associate. They are the full-service local CPA firm with teams of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top-level service in the areas of tax compliance, planning for businesses, individuals, estates, and trusts, audits, reviews, and other accounting services, business valuations, forensic analysis, and litigation support. You can call Bear Kresge & Associates at 904-460-0747, or you can check them out online at abearkreskycpa.com. I also have our friends at SolarStick. They were established in 2006. SolarStick is a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. SolarStick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. SolarStick changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. All right. And we got Land Title of America. Whether you realize it or not, when you refinance a sale or purchase of a home, there is a title company involved. Don't get stuck with some out-of-town title company who doesn't give a crap when you're faced with challenges. Stay local and choose Land Title of America. Just call or text Stephen Collins, 904-501-4481. He specializes in all types of real estate transactions, land title, your local title company, insuring America's land one title at a time because Amanda, they give a crap. And we did all of that without a teleprompter. All of it. Yeah. Yep. Cause we're the kids that don't get any of the new toys. Well, it takes a while for them to get comfortable so that they train us. And you know how it is when you have a new toy. You don't want someone to just You actually believe that story they told you. You don't want someone you. playing with your toy when you're not there. 
That's how things get broken. I don't know. I do have a beef with Pete Melfi. I'm going to say I'm going to save that for a little later in the okay. show because you fool me once, Pete Melfi. You will not fool me again. Oh man, Barbara yep. Jean's going to be on you. Barbara Jean, just bear with me. All right. I think I got a reasonable. I got a reasonable beef. So normally we pick all these stories and I let you go. Uh huh. But today we're going to start with the one I want right after I do okay. this, which is like me transgressing right. from just like. Can I, so I, I'm at the gym this morning. One of my friends comes to me. He says, I've never listened to your podcast. <gasps> never. I never. And I said, well, okay, cool. And he said, I found it on the 9040 app. I downloaded mm -hmm. the app, which I encourage all of you to do. Absolutely. Pete Melfi runs a phenomenal app and it's absolutely amazing. Get the swag in the swag shop. Get the swag in the swag shop. Our swag's coming soon to the swag shop. Mm -hmm. Man, that's really good that I said that without messing it up. Um, and he says to me, well, I thought it was great. You had so much energy and you had this and you had that. And then he said, and it was so professionally done. Mm -hmm. And I looked at him and I said, well, I don't think you have my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you had me until you said professionally done. At hey. which time, I'm not sure I'm professional. I think the producer is professional, but I don't think the talent or lack thereof is professional. So I just, I told I him, I said, I, I I'll have to show you where I'm at exactly on the app. Mm -hmm. You probably are talking about Davey or Pete or one of those yeah. guys. Yeah. Rick, mm -hmm. all the other guys. Not bollocks. Yeah. I know we cannot do bollocks. Because <laughs> we're sober we're when sober. we do this show. Yeah, most, most of the time. Most of the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So I woke up this morning. I was in a really good mood. I was really happy. I was looking forward to the day. Mm -hmm. And I find out that there's a new story coming out of the White House. Oh, right. Okay. So yesterday we had whose line is it anyway? Yeah. Which nobody wanted to touch. Mm -hmm. But whose line is it anyway? Obviously, whose line is it? Apparently, they cannot find out whose line it belongs to. It's in the White a House. mystery. It's a mystery. And an FBI or some law enforcement expert anonymously goes on some big news channel mm -hmm. and says they'll probably never find out. They'll no, they're never probably not. You're right because they don't want to find out. Yeah. They have no idea. So, so I, I heard they were doing like DNA testing and fingerprinting. And my first thought was, why are we even going to the expense of this? Because it's not like they're going to give us the results anyway, unless it's no. anyone other no. than a Biden. No, they did not do. I don't believe there's any fingerprinting. I don't no. believe they've done any DNA because they don't want to find out. Right now, they're like combing through lower level staffers. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to figure out which one would like a future later in politics. Yeah. Because doing blow does not necessarily excuse, exclude you from getting going farther in politics. Marion Barry. Do you remember who yeah. Marion Barry was? Wasn't he uh, the mayor of Chicago? He was the mayor of Washington, D.C. close. <laughs> Washington, D.C. They caught him in a hotel mm -hmm. doing coke. Mm -hmm. They convicted him. Mm -hmm. He got out of jail. Guess what he did? He ran for office, and guess what happened to him? He won again. He got elected again. Mm -hmm. So it's not like one of those lower-level staffers is like, well, this is the end of my career. It's like, holy cow, I can be mayor of D.C. Is Look, this, it's on my resume. Is this the first time in history that failing a drug test is actually a hit on your employment it file might be. at the White House? It might be. We need a fall, guys. Somebody please test positive. Look, we're going to guarantee you whatever office you want in the future. Mm -hmm. If we can get Fetterman elected, we can definitely get you elected. And we don't even know what you've done yet. Mm -hmm. But we could get you elected, right? Mm -hmm. 100%. So I... I'm watching all of this and I'm thinking to myself, I've, I can't, they're going to blame this on somebody. Uh -huh. So story today, Biden administration attempts to blame construction workers <gasps> for baggie of cocaine in the West Wing. Oh yeah. So now they're blaming it. Well, 
there's construction in that area. And you know, oh, yeah? those dirty, no good drug using construction workers probably brought the drugs in there. Now, that's what they said without saying it. Mm-hmm. By inferring that the construction yeah, workers the were the ones that did it. Now, mm-hmm. I have a newsflash for everyone in D.C. Most of you are lawyers and lobbyists, okay? Mm-hmm. I hang around a lot of guys in construction. We can't afford cocaine. <laughs> That's not the drug that construction workers would go to. It's too damn expensive. Lawyers and lobbyists and kids and politicians can afford that crap, yeah. but we can't. Mm-hmm. So to blame our your drug use on us is offensive. I hear oil consultants, oil it, company it, it, consultants can afford cocaine. I, I don't. I think you got to have money to be able to do it. Most mm-hmm. construction workers don't. And here's the other thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, that's not a drug that can. If you said they found moonshine, yeah. Oh, I'm like okay. Mm-hmm. Some other lower level drugs, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but not cocaine. I yeah. just. I, I don't know. I don't not know a bagging cost. I no. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of other people with access to that. I don't know whose Coke it was. Yeah. But to blame it on the construction workers, besides, I'm assuming most construction workers, middle class, lower class, I think the guys Joe Biden liked. Mm-hmm. Isn't he working class Joe? Isn't he supposed to defend the working class? And who did he throw not. under the bus when his son might be in trouble? The working class. Immediately. Immediately the working class. We don't know the makeup of this construction mm-hmm. crew. We don't know. Whether they're what makeup they are, right? So the the Biden camp could have spun this into a win. I mean, it's not great, but they could have spun it into a win. They could have admitted that it's hunters, admitted that he relapsed, and we love him so much. We've done an intervention. He's going back to rehab. You get him under lock and key in the luxury rehab with the booze and cocaine infested hyperbaric chambers or whatever it he was. was and man, that was an amazing video. Then you video. get him off of the campaign trail. And the more he's not in the headlines, the better it is for the Biden camp. And it shows that he's so loving and so concerned about his son and his son's addiction I, issues. I don't think they care. There's a video you out. You could absolutely spin that as he's a loving father of a child yep. of addiction and now he's got to do what he can there's a video out on the fourth of july the biden family on the balcony mm-hmm. watching the fireworks right? i'm sure it's a lovely moment mm-hmm. i'm really good at reading people's body language mm-hmm. jill biden's body language is somebody who is furious about something Mm-hmm. Now, it's the 4th of July. Hunter's out there. I'll let you watch the video later. You okay. can go look it up. Joe Biden on the body Isn't language. That, the on the- that Joe Biden ended up like on the stairs with his head in his hands afterwards? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I, I've I, seen that video of him sitting on the stairs no. of the White House and it's nighttime. No, it's not that one. Okay. It's not that one. Whole family's up there. I'm just saying, watch the video. Watch her reaction. She's furious about something. I don't know what she's furious about, mm-hmm. but she's mad. Mad as a hornet's nest. Nobody can find the cocaine. I, I all I know is she I, she looks very very upset. Have you ever seen the videos of the adult Easter egg hunts where you hide the different bottles of beer or alcohol, and then the adults go out with their six packs and they go collect all of the the Easter eggs, which are bottles of beer. Or what booze? depravity did you grow up in? 
I said the videos. I didn't say okay. I did it. All right. No, I've not Maybe seen that. Maybe that's the Biden family's 4th of July tradition oh, is that they hide the illicit oh. drugs all over the house. I don't know. And the golden egg was the one that had the cocaine in it and nobody found it. And Jill's really mad. Look, I. No, I am very upset. Yeah. No, no. Just think. <laughs> just think about this for a second. I've worked on secure facilities, mm-hmm. right? I've, I've worked at places where the background check to get in is the most exhaustive thing you could possibly imagine, mm-hmm. right? It's it. You send it in, they review you, and then they tell you if you can show up. Okay. Right. And then they search you when they get there mm-hmm. and they search your car, your vehicle, your truck, whatever it is, they mm-hmm. search it all because they're serious about security. Yeah. So you're telling me that construction workers with hammers and pneumatic tools and all these other, they're going to are searched. allowed to just roll through there. No, 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 no way. No, how? No, that's yeah. no. Because if there's a group that gets searched, it's the low, low middle class yeah. working. We're immediately accused of everything, just like this. They right? immediately the direct, accused yeah. of doing something that we didn't do. Immediately, it's them. Yeah. So don't take blame for your own problems. Just pass it on to somebody else. They assume the hourly wage earner is yeah. a deviant. Well, that. I saw a construction them. worker in the neighborhood. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. No, maybe that's not what happened. Yeah. Anyway, I just resent the White House going, implying. stooping to that level and implying, do your investigation. I mean, you've got all those guys fingerprinted that are doing construction. Every one of them should have a fingerprint on folly. All of a background check. Mm-hmm. Do the bag. Do the bag. Yeah. And if it's one of them, I'll just say this before I say I'm sorry. Congratulations on your future win in politics. <laughs> I hear there's going to be a representative spot opening up on Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> On Long Island. What happened on Long Island? Isn't that where San- Santos is from? Yeah, I don't look. I'm sorry. We, <laughs> I don't know if you remember. We did this mm-hmm. uh, one day with him. He is the future of the Republican Party. That's what you claim. It, it, it did not stop Joe Biden. It only he has was a, the wrong initial after his name. I, I'm telling you in politics anymore. I just mm-hmm. don't think it matters. No, nope. I just don't think it matters anymore. I, I think people are like, oh, I remember that guy's name. I think it matters in one direction and one direction. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to the non-investigation investigation of something that they've already blamed on someone who had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to the outcome of it. We already know that regardless, if they're even doing an investigation, which I don't believe they are, regardless of what they determine is the truth, we're not going to find out anyway. No, no. We're not finding out. No. We're not finding out. Okay. <sighs> We're going to just pretend like we don't know mm-hmm. who left the package of white powder. Look. We're just going to pretend. If this was Donald Trump's White House, mm-hmm. they would have appointed seven special prosecutors by now. <laughs> Impeach One for each 47. gram. One for each gram that they found. Uh I'm telling you, they would they would already be a special prosecutor. It would be Don the Jr.'s new, doing blow in the Don White House. Don Jr. already did it with, with Melania. I mean, it would be whatever wild story they could cook up. Yeah. Yeah, there Absolutely. was there was one comment that the anonymous um, source on the fact that as in law enforcement, they wouldn't find anybody. Somebody wanted that cross check to see if it was the same one of the 51 people who signed the letter that said the Biden laptop wasn't. <laughs> we just cross-referenced that name. 
Well, while I know that we'll never find out the true identity of the one that left this um, illicit material in the White House, I do know one thing for certain, and that is that Elon Musk is going to lose to... I'm not so sure. <laughs> I think you think he's going to lose, but yeah. I'm looking forward to the cage match. I think, I think Zuckerberg's going to get him. I don't know. There's been, Absolutely. There's been some really good back and forth between the two of them, and I, I'm really going to be curious to see what oh, happens. Yeah. You pull for Zuck if you want. I'm just uh -huh. not sure anymore. Oh, the Zuck the Cuck got you? I, no, it's not that at all. It's <laughs> not. That's not what got me. No? Okay. I just, I, I heard Joe Rogan was training Musk. No? It's a rumor, and I started it, but I heard it. Right here. <laughs> I don't uh, know. The only person I know that offered uh, to train Musk is a guy you don't want to talk about. And we're not talking about that guy. Yeah. And Musk should not take any advice or training from him. That would be a I don't horribly bad, miserable thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, Barbara Jean's here. Barbara Jean, I've almost said everything bad about Pete I want to say. You missed it all. <gasps> I'm just You're going to have to watch the replay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do have a beef with Pete, though. All right. I thought you were saving it. Okay, let's save it for later. I thought you were saving it. Let's save it for the second half of the show. Okay. I do have a beef with Pete. I can't believe he thought he could fool me again. Okay. I'm just a little upset that he thought he could fool me again. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to talk okay. about that. Yeah. All right. We'll get there. So we have, um, it's my land, it's your land. Okay. Right. Old Yeller, which is your story that you brought. I, yes. Yep. We have Pete Strikes again, which we've talked about. We'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. uh, home Invasion. Um, let's do... And Fitness for All. <laughs> let's do Fitness for All. <laughs> uh, okay. Some of us like to stay in shape. Some of us don't. Some of us I, can't. I don't care <laughs> where you are on the spectrum. Right? Mm -hmm. If you don't exercise, you can't exercise. Mm -hmm. You don't exercise, that's fine. Yeah. Right? I'm an all-inclusive exercise person wherever you want to be just be that person be the mm -hmm. best one you can be wherever you are yeah msnbc did they uh, exercise they posted an article linking physical fitness to white supremacy son of a monkey can we like ugh, i didn't have that one on my bingo the card. leftist cable network yes you're not gonna win bingo without this one <laughs> man posted a link uh -huh. to an article right that was originally written last year by Cynthia Miller Idris, who mm. is proclaimed to be an expert on extremism. Oh, I yeah? Think, I think her article on fitness being white supremacist is extremism. It's I think extreme. in order to make a living as an expert on extremism, mm -hmm. you have to find extremism everywhere. Yeah, in which she claimed the white supremacist latest scheme to valorize violence and hyper-masculinity has gone digital. And that the far right is exploiting physical fitness as a means to lure new recruits. Tell me you have never traveled the world or experienced other cultures without telling me you've never traveled the world or experienced other cultures. Well, first of all, shouldn't she be asking the U.S. military to do a little bit of this right now? They're missing all of their, their um, quotas. They're missing all of their um, enlistment mm -hmm. numbers. Yeah. Maybe they should go, hey, we can get you guys in shape. John Candy had a great line for this from Stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I swallow a lot of aggression, along with a lot of pizzas. <laughs> but I figure this, the Army's great for me. It's got a, what, six, eight-week training program? I can lose all my weight then. I'll be a lean, mean fighting machine. Didn't work. No, John Candy did not. But he was very funny in that movie and a lot of R. other R. ones. R.I.P. John Candy. I love John Candy. I love John Candy. 
Uncle Buck is another one of those movies that people don't talk about. Oh, Uncle Buck is one of the best movies ever. It's fantastic. Here's a quarter. (laughs) I love that movie. Anyway, according to Miller, I just, physical fitness has always been central to the far right. And then compares physical fitness to Hitler. So So Hitler's physical fitness, the entire country was mandated to get in shape because he was going to kill them all in a war. These are people that are like, hey, I'd like to be in better shape, live longer, be healthier, be able to go do some things, whether that's hiking, biking, surfing, rock climbing, uh, marathons, all of those things. I think she's not going to like it when she actually researches where Hitler was inspired by. Because something tells me that's going to hit a little close to home because those would be the eugenicists and the late 1800s, early 1900s progressives, um, all inspired by Karl Marx and his idea that the human race could be perfected if only we all followed his ideals, which led to just so many millions of people dying. So actually, this idea of the perfect superhuman, the ubermensch, all of that comes from socialism and eugenicists and progressives. And Hitler was inspired by all those guys. Turns out Hitler wasn't that smart. He stole all of his ideas. No. And so here's two geniuses talking about this. Elon Musk. MSNBC thinks you're a Nazi if you work out. L-M-A-O-O-O-O. He tweeted. Yeah. Being healthy is a far right. Holy blank, said podcasting king Joe Rogan. So apparently Joe Rogan and Elon Musk feel like that's an incredibly stupid story. I got to tell you. In other news, if you had told me the story was coming up. Yes. Then I would have pulled up articles that I know exist. Yes. Where... There are all these women lamenting that um, they can't find a man who is attractive and physically fit that also agrees with their political ideas. <laughs> the only way they can find somebody to date uh, that they find physically attractive is if they start <sighs> dating more conservative guys. There's been a lot of those stories out there. <laughs> I want so- someone to open the door for me. Tell me that this isn't a way to try yeah. and like cope about the fact that your side isn't the hot, physically fit side. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, I said before, if you don't want to be fit, you don't need to. If you want to be fit, that's fine. It's not part of an ideology other than I want to be fit. I never once have gone to a workout and thought, gosh, this makes me more of a Democrat, an independent, Republican, libertarian. Not one time. I have, however, thought I will be in better shape if I work out. Mm -hmm. And if I eat well, I'll be in better shape. But never once have I thought, boy, this will help me identify with the party, whether I (laughs) exercise or I don't. Not one time. Depending on how this workout goes, I'll know who to vote for in November. Jeez. (laughs) If I can't bench 200, I'm a Democrat. Say it's not so. Please tell me it's not so. If I can't run a 5K, I'm going to have to change my party registration. I can it's confirm just ridiculous. that you can vote conservative and also be unable to run a 5K. Uh, <laughs> just putting that out I, there. <laughs> just the thought of trying to throw those two things together. Was it like, hey, okay, we're bored here in the newsroom. What, can, what kind of crap can we make up today? It's also incredibly racist to assume everyone who's not white is fat and unhealthy. 
That is the uh, implication yeah. yes. is yes. that only <laughs> white people value health and fitness and that all non-whites are incapable of health and fitness and therefore resigned to unhealth and fatness. And that is racist. Anybody else? Am I confused? I'm not going to argue that point with you. I think you're right. I'm mad. I think you're 100 percent. I'm mad. So fitness for all. I'm mad, and now I can't even eat Ben and Jerry's to soothe my emotions. You cannot eat Ben and Jerry's to soothe your emotions. I have one Ben and Jerry's flavor that I like, and I actually really love it. And those people will not keep their daggone mouths closed, so I can just enjoy my freaking fish food. Well, let's go. It's it's <clears throat> it's my land. It's your land. All right, fine. Let's do that story since you went to Did Ben and Jerry's. Did you know that that song is a socialist anthem? Yes. Okay. Where do they picked it? Not everyone does. <sighs> No, I didn't know that. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> this land is my land. This land is yes, your land. It's yes. a hippie socialist Arlo anthem. Arlo Guthrie, right? They wanted to yeah. supplant the national anthem nah, with this nah. socialist anthem. Yeah. And then it was taught to school kids everywhere. I love fish food, Robin. I love it. So I want to know. It's pH fish. Though. I want to know if you guys actually eat Ben and Jerry's. If you're watching, I just let us know. Now, like, I've gone off and on. There's been times where I'm like... Forget those dudes. I can't. I can't. Yeah. And then I've like fallen off the wagon and I've gone back. To You've gone ben back to buying them. And now I was really craving Ben and Jerry's yeah. right before the 4th of July and they opened their traps. And now I'm like, well, now I'm done. I can't. I can't do it. I'll be curious to see what happens to their to their sales. I don't think it matters. I mean, I think someone like me. I've known what their political beliefs are for a while, mm -hmm. right? If I'm on vacation and there's a Ben and Jerry's downtown and mm -hmm. I want ice cream, I'm probably going to eat the Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I'm not going to put well, them out of business by it, not eating the Ben and Jerry's. Once ice it cream. opened downtown, my kids really loved like adding the candies in and we don't mm -hmm. have a cold stone creamery in town. We don't have an option like that. Yeah. Um, not like downtown on Kilwins doesn't add candy and stuff. So like, Robin or Barbara Jean. Barbara Jean is all about her Brewsters. <laughs> Brewsters is not bad. Yeah. I'm a big Hagen Doss. I think Hagen Doss yeah. is the best chocolate chocolate chip. That is the best flavor of Hagen Doss. I there's a limited edition Bluebell. It's a hot fudge sundae. Yeah. Maybe I just like fudge and stuff swirled in my ice cream. Maybe is that what's in problem. the fish food? So fish food is chocolate ice cream. Yep. With caramel and marshmallow fluff swirled into it. Mm -hmm. And then there are fudge um, fudge fish in there yes. as well. So that's what fish food is. It's mm -hmm. named after the band. Um, but it's delicious. It's so good. Well, I don't... I So they've actually sold the company. They yeah. don't own a company anymore. They're just but like the spokespeople. But stupid. They, they, well, it, it's... It wasn't the owners that said that. It was Ben and Jerry's corporate it, it was, that said that. Well, and I think that... The owners have also said stupid stuff. I think that this is going to come back to haunt them slightly mm -hmm. in, in a hyper-politicized time that we now live in, mm -hmm. right? Where you say this stuff, and 30 40% of the country says, well, I'm not buying that anymore, which I said that a long time ago yeah. on Ben and Jerry's. Um, it just didn't do anything for me. So anyway, um, they said that um, the U.S. should start giving land back to the indigenous people. Mm -hmm. They did. Starting with Mount Rushmore. Starting with somebody else's property. Yes, they did. <laughs> Greg Gutfeld had a great line. There. It's Greg, fantastic how socialists always want to start with someone else's well, property. Gutfeld said that's a terrible location for a casino. <laughs>
Where are you going to put it? That's what he said. Right. So they, they give out this terrible message, right? So um, maps show that there was a Native American tribe that owned the land where Ben and Jerry's mm-hmm. corporate offices are in Vermont. Mm-hmm. The Albetni uh, Confederation of several tribes who united against encroachment from rival tribal confederacy controlled an area that stretched from northern border of Massachusetts in the south to New Brunswick, Canada in the north. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is their area. Or at least Don it was Stevens. When the got there. Don Stevens, the chief of the Nahegi Band, um, said Friday that he would love to sit down and have negotiations with Ben and Jerry's about them giving the corporate headquarters back Go for it. to the Native Americans. Call them on it. Call them on it and say, it. I love this. It's like genius. Mm-hmm. You want to give it away? We'll take it. We'll start there. Yeah. We'll start right there at the corporate headquarters and mm-hmm. the main factory. It was on our ancestors' property. Mm-hmm. We'll take that. When do you want to give it back to yeah. us? We watch The Patriot on patriotic holidays because um, mm-hmm. my kids, we introduced it to them on a streaming service that will cut out the extreme violence. And so they really love the movie. And the last line of the movie, all of his soldiers, all of his militia soldiers are rebuilding his house when he shows back up to yeah. his property mm-hmm. um, after a couple of years after the war is over. And so he and the kids and, and his new wife show back up to his property expecting it to be empty and it's bustling. Mm-hmm. And the last line of the movie is your son said that if we won this war, we could rebuild this country. We thought we'd re- start with your yeah. own house. So I say to Ben and Jerry's, start with your own house. Hand it back. Go for it. I think do uh, it. Other than, I think you ought to live by example. If that's yeah. what you think you ought to do, do it. Yeah. Right? I'm not been a huge Ben and Jerry's fan. I don't tell anybody else not to buy it, but mm-hmm. I just don't buy it. If you believe that no one should live above the average but, salary in the country and they should give every penny of their earnings above the average salary in taxes, from each according to his means to each according to their needs. Go for it. Start with you first. There's no law stopping you from giving every single cent over the average salary to the federal government and allowing them to hand it out as they see fit. Go for it. Do be, it. Be an example to the rest of us. Start with your yes. wallet first. What is it they always say? It always starts with one. Mm-hmm. I dare Do you to be, be the one. Yeah. Be the one. We dare it's you. It's just like the empty dance floor. It takes one person <laughs> to bravely go out on that dance no, floor and no, dance first. No, and it no. breaks the tension and others join. No, it's the law of two. If you haven't seen the video, there's a whole video on the law of two. The first person goes out and dance. And yes, they're brave and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's the second person that makes it a movement. Mm-hmm. It's the second person that gives validation to the first person and then allows other people to follow as well. If the second person doesn't go, it's just one crazy person out there on the dance floor. So it's the second person that makes it a movement. I disagree. <laughs> well, the second person might make it a movement, but the first makes person makes it possible. Makes it a movement. Makes it possible. Makes it a movement. Just say yes. The first person goes out and gives them permission, but somebody's got to go, I like this permission. So Ben and Jerry's I went in first. I went in. All right, so we that Terry Garcia on giving your lands back. All right, we have um, we had a home invader story, which is kind of interesting. Pete mm-hmm. strikes again, which we're holding. Mm-hmm. Old Yella, Old Yella, which you brought into the studio. Mm-hmm. Would you like to explain the Old Yeller story that's out there today? All right, so I have questions about this story. So Axios.com published a story, Old Yeller. Biden's private fury. Not specific spelling wise, not 
Y-E-L-L. Not yella. No. It's not. With an R. Yes. Due yeller. To copyright restrictions. Yeller. It's yeller. It's an E-R. Oh, yes. Thank All you right. very much. So in public, Joe Biden likes to whisper to make a point. In private, he's prone to yelling. Behind closed doors, Biden has a very quick trigger, and his temper is famous amongst the aides. They try to avoid meeting with him alone as a result. Some take uh, take a colleague with them. Uh, they almost always try and go in pairs. Like, this is toxic. I don't know. It's... The president's admonitions include, GD, how the F don't you know this, don't effing BS me, and get the F out of here, according to current and former Biden aides who have witnessed and been on the receiving end of such outbursts. Why does this matter? We need to, we need someone to tell us why it matters for a boss to yell that kind, to yell that kind of stuff, to Full-grown adults. In you're, not, their you're not filming me yelling at you before this show starts every day, are you? Well, now we have to oh, shake Oh, no! I can't yell anymore at you! I get two extra minutes <laughs> of peace and quiet. behavior from you. Yes. So why does this matter? The private eruptions paint a more complicated picture of Biden as a manager and a president than his carefully cultivated... Are we... Are we claiming uh, Biden's uh, image is carefully cultivated? I don't know who thinks it's the carefully, carefully cultivated. cultivated no. image as a kindly uncle who loves aviator glasses and ice cream. That would be like someone writing a line, uh, Donald Trump's carefully cultivated, low impact, no drama leadership style. Well, I feel like that would be a fair assessment of Biden's uh. persona, public persona. Yes. In... 2014, 2012. Mm -hmm. But beyond the 2015, 2016, no, he has not had that public persona. Yes. Some Biden aides think the president would be better off occasionally displaying his temper in public. So their suggestion is lose the kindly old uncle act yeah. and show some of this passion out to the public. So F off America, according to the aides, that's what Joe Biden should be saying. Uh, they want to, they think it would assuage voter concerns that the 80 year old president is just engaged and too old for the office. Yep. I don't think so. I don't think turning him into the get off my lawn president is what's going to get him elected. It, Donald Trump got into arguments with people. They were immediately leaked to the press Absolutely. to make him look bad. Mm -hmm. However, Jen Psaki, I'm reading farther unverified, down the article. Uh, unverified arguments at that. Whipple's book quotes, Whipple's book, somebody else's book. Mm -hmm. I said to Biden multiple times, I know that we have a really good trusting relationship when you yell at me for the first time. It's a mark of a healthy relationship yes. that you yell at me, boss man. Uh, Louis watching. Me Louis, too. do not take this advice. <laughs> when Amanda too. comes home tonight, That's do not saying. yell at her. Oh. No way, no how, my friend. How does don't the fall into that trap? Not factor into this toxic work environment. Like this is toxic. Yeah. And but we know that he cares and he believes the right things. Yeah. So he's allowed to chew us out and demean us. Yep. What? I, look, I, I think anytime a president has to yell, in this, it just, it, it's not a good look. Now, occasionally you'll get somebody who's an aggressive reporter and people will say, well, you kind of put him in his place and that's not bad. But if you're mm -hmm. just yelling 
for the sake of yelling at people. And if you have that many people in your administration that you have to yell at all the time to get their job done, maybe you don't have the right people in your administration. Maybe it's possible that you need a new group of people that's self-motivated that doesn't need to be yelled at to get their job done and do it well. Mm-hmm. Just Evidently, saying. he'll grill aides on topics. Do we believe that Biden is sitting behind his desk and holding pop quizzes to his aides. So occasionally he'll grill aides on topics until it's clear they don't know the answer to the question, a routine that some see as meticulous and others call stump the chump or stump the dummy. I I don't buy it. I, I think you're missing what's really going on. Here. I think I'm going to explain this to you. No. I think that they're trying to project that he is a man in command of his faculties. He's on top of everything and that he is passionate. I think that's what they're trying to make you forget. Just like we're not supposed to think about who that package belonged to in the West Wing. They want to make you forget the doddering old dude that King Charles had to forcibly direct because he wouldn't move and that biden broke protocol by grabbing hold of because he's unstable on his feet you think when prince charles did that he thought this is what the king charles i'm sorry king charles he thought not that i care he's not my royal you think charles (gasps) grabbed the president and said this is what my mother must have felt like when she drugged me around I'm just asking. I think Andrew. I think Andrew was the one that got Uh, I'm not sure about that. But anyway, I think you're missing out what's going on. See, what they're trying to to say hidden inside Mm -hmm. of this is that Joe Biden spends so much time preparing for these meetings with AIDS and and staffers and getting to the bottom of things, even Mm -hmm. if he has to cuss at them. It's meticulous. that, That is why he doesn't have time to prepare for the press conferences and they have to give him a card with who you're supposed to call on, what their name is, and a picture next to it so he knows what they look like. See, he's so busy people doing the people's work. Right? He's so that he can't get ready for a press conference mm. and they can't do anything that he doesn't already know what the question is and have the answer written there in front of him because he's so busy doing this, Amanda. He's so busy protecting. He's so busy abusing his staff that he doesn't have time to get ready for a press. I just think you're missing out on the I point. I would rather him prepare for the press conference it. than cuss out his staff and demean yeah. his staff and yeah. belittle them and tell them to f off. Yeah, I think that I there's two two things about this story. They're either trying to undermine his legitimacy so mm-hmm. they can replace him as a candidate. Or they're trying to project a command of his faculties and it doesn't matter and energy it that he's matter. not displaying in public so that people will try and buy this idea that he is it, somehow it, vital. It leader. doesn't matter if Donald Trump is the candidate on the right or Ron DeSantis is the candidate as, a, as a, the, the um, GOP candidate, Republican candidate. It will not matter. All of the press will rally behind whoever is a Democratic candidate. They will do nothing but print puff pieces about them, and mm-hmm. they will print nothing but the worst possible angle on everything about either Trump or DeSantis. Yeah. And that's what you're in for. It isn't going to be pretty. They've done it in the past, and it's worked, so they're going to do it again this time. And if you think it's going to be any other way than that, mm-hmm. you are sadly mistaken. There will not be one hard-hitting piece on whoever the Democratic nominee is. To expect that yeah. it is to... Is to just think that the um, the tooth fairy is real. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Sorry, kids. I'm offended. 
I'm sorry, kids. Just I don't not expect true. anything different than demeaning the person on the right and puffing up the person on the left. Mm-hmm. I don't expect anything different. I've been alive in this country for the past 40 years, so that's what happens. What is curious to me is in 2023, the way we're supposed to identify narcissism and we're supposed to protect each other's traumas, this sounds like they're describing a toxic relationship with your boss, a toxic workplace, in a positive light. And I thought that we were past that in 2023. Susan, I hope that RFK fits in and I hope that he makes a long run into this. I disagree with a lot of his policies, but I enjoy the things that he says that certain parts of government are too big and out of control. And I agree with a lot of his other stuff. So I I would tell you, I hope RFK hangs around a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be curious to see what happens um, in in some of the early primaries, whether he gets a little higher number than what they're showing him. If they give him a primary. But but I got to tell you, he has been uh, a very hardworking. I don't mean to say this in in a disparaging way. Um, there are candidates that are professional politicians who barely campaign. Mm-hmm. Biden being the prime example of that. <laughs> and then there are people who are not normal politicians. I consider Donald Trump to be the prime example mm-hmm. of that, who went everywhere all day long in campaign. Three, mm-hmm. four, five stops. RFK is on every single feed right now. When I go look something up, RFK has done another interview and another interview. He does more interviews in a morning than Joe Biden has done in three years of being the president. RFK will go anywhere to have a conversation. Anywhere with anybody. Because he actually does have command of the topics and Mm -hmm. he doesn't feel the need to uh, stump the chump or cuss somebody out. So I don't I don't know that I would ever completely vote for him. Right. I don't know that I would ever vote for him. But I have to tell you, it's intriguing. Listen to him talk. It's interesting. The subject matter that he talks about. Mm -hmm. And I think he's got some knowledge of of past history that you know look if i don't know why trump didn't declassify all the jfk stuff he should have mm-hmm. ever i mean it, it should have been declassified a long time ago it has to be really bad for them not to have declassified yeah it there has to be stuff in there that is so bad mm-hmm. right and and you're telling me joe biden has this amazing command of issues and he's afraid to debate he's to afraid to debate rfk Junior? rfk would slam oh. him on the ground without even look without even breaking a sweat i, I would love for trump as to long be able as he to have, do what paul ryan did i would love for trump to have that kind of command of all of the numbers mm-hmm. that rfk jr has yeah and not be mean-spirited mm-hmm. rfk jr would win the debate with biden because he has all those facts and he's not mean but trump has that tendency to try to go for the jugular with every single comment, and it just doesn't work all the time in every place. And it's an equal playing field since they both have a speech impediment, or at least that's what we're told. Uh, maybe. Maybe. All right. Um, how did we get there? Oh, you read an article by Axios about a guy yelling. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Yep. All right. I got this. Okay. In other news. In other news. about ice cream. Did you see that Trump discovered what a blizzard was? No. He made a stop at a Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. And I guess he bought everybody whatever they wanted. Yes. And everyone kept saying, I want a blizzard. I want a blizzard. So he's at the counter saying, what's what's a blizzard? Yes. What is that? Everybody wants a blizzard. Let's buy everybody a blizzard. <laughs> so then they just start making blizzards and he just starts handing them out. So we have a president uh... who probably spends, I would say, 40% of his day eating ice cream. Yes. And the other one who's just now discovering what a DQ what a blizzard, blizzard is. is. Yes. <laughs> And a company that's about to lose its headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So Pete and Alfie got the best of me a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Grocery with, sandwiches. With a prank phone call. Um, they that, weren't even grilled cheese sandwiches. They, they were just they were Wonder Bread and Wonder cheese. Bread and cheese. Yeah. I know there was no grill involved yeah. in this. But anyway, I got this letter at home today. Oh no! And it clearly says on the top, Governor Ron DeSantis Republican. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of handwritten stuff on here that looks very much like Pete Melfi's handwriting. Okay. And then there's even pictures of the family. They've got yeah. an endorsement. They have a place for me to send a check to. All right. Now. I'm not sure how Pete Melfi got this account in Virginia, but he's gone so far as to get a post office box in Virginia for me to supposedly mail him a campaign check. All right. And I got all the way through this thing, reading it. Does it say non-DeSantis? At the very end, please make all your contributions at least Mm $3,300 to non-DeSantis care of Pete Melfi. We accept currency and Wonder Bread and American cheese. Well, there's a whole (laughs) section in here about crypto. And that's how I knew it was Pete. For sure. Because there's Dogecoin involved, Pete's involved. I'm just (laughs) telling you, if there's Doge involved, Pete's involved. All right, good to know. So I know I'm going to get a lot of these fake Ron DeSantis letters from now until election time. And Pete Melfi, I'm not falling for it. You are not going to get me again, Pete Melfi. No way, no how, buddy. Presidential candidates have seen my bank account and they're like, we would just like for you to talk nice about us on the podcast. Not going to help you out, Pete. I'm not doing it. All right. I'm not falling for that again, Melfi. Maybe if you did, we'd get trained on the teleprompter. (laughs) I don't think we're going to get trained on the teleprompter. I don't think there's any way we get trained on the teleprompter. All right. No way, no how. Um, All right. There was a, a, a story I showed you right before the show. Mm-hmm. So you had a group of, of men and women having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all young people, much younger than me. It's the Whatever Podcast. Is which, that what it is? So the podcast is called the Whatever uh-huh. Podcast. It's a fairly uh, controversial c- podcast these days. Why? Why is it fairly controversial without getting us knocked off of this format? Because it's a bunch of um, guys that probably are more fans of the guy you don't want to talk about. Okay. All right. Um, they're very like, I would say more traditional. They at least claim that they have traditional values, whether they do or not, who knows? Um, but then they bring on all of these women, all of these models, all these only fans, women, and then they just grill them. And every now and again, they'll bring on conservative women also. Um, and every now and again, they'll have, Yes. So I think Alex Stein has been on it and he has been like the extra guest. I'm pretty sure um, Michael Knowles has been on it. And so he got grilled by a bunch of leftist Instagram models. There are some interesting clips with that. Well, I okay. So now you've told me why I've never watched it. (laughs) I mean, there's not that's more of um, almost know that they've ever had those people on the Tate brothers or uh, it's okay. I don't but know it, if they've had, but any it's of them almost on, like a Mori Mori Povich. Um, those kind of shows, the gotcha shows. Um, who was the other guy? Jerry Springer, mm-hmm. right? You, you bring a controversial Donahue. guest on Don. Well, Donahue did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He just did it more like Effley Buckley with an air, and with of an air of, I'm an elitist. Legitimacy. I'm an air, I'm an elitist pig, and you're watching me every day. Wasn't he married to Connie Chung? I no, no. Somebody Who was he else married I'm, to? I don't know. His spouse. I have to. Uh, Marlo you Thomas. Keep talking. Marlo Thomas. Marlo Thomas. I'm betting Marlo Thomas. If I'm wrong, you guys in the in the comments tell me. Right. I don't know where that came from, but it, it popped into my head, Man. and I'm thinking maybe it was Marlo Thomas was married to Bill Donahue. All right. So uh, you're gonna look it up. I am. 
So anyway, I understand why I not haven't watched a podcast. That's mm-hmm. not the kind of podcast yeah. I enjoy watching. And they're probably talking about things that I would tell you are absolutely positively ridiculous. Marlo Thomas. Look at you go. I'm done for the day. My work here is done. Also, Margaret <laughs> Cooney, but you didn't name her. You didn't ask me about her. You asked me about famous people. That's the first wife. <laughs> I know. Maury Povich. Maury Povich married Connie Chung. You were right. You had the wrong person. Oh, see, they're all one of Thank the same. Thank you, Susan. They all look the same. No, Old anyway. white guys that traffic in controversial talk shows. Well, these young guys are just doing the same thing, and they're bringing people on for reaction, which now explains the video that I've seen. Yes. So the video that, that we watched before mm-hmm. this, um, uh, a young lady was trying to answer the question of if you were married to a guy, you found a great guy, you married him, your home was invaded, mm-hmm. would you want him to defend you with his fist or with a gun? Yeah. And she said with his fist, right? Anything other than The a gun. very pretty, scantily clad, tight outfitted blonde says that guns are a little aggressive and so she doesn't want guns involved in her household. Now so, that you mention it, yes. I think that is what she looked like. Yes, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Now yes. that you mention it. Mm-hmm. I had not noticed before, but I'm recalling from memory and I think you are 100% right. Yes. Yes. All right, kind of ditzy too. Well. I yeah. do remember that. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, and, and her comment, they're like, well, there's five home invaders. Yeah. Do you want your husband to defend you? Oh, I want him to defend me, but I want him to to beat them up. I don't want... I want him to use his fist against five home invaders. You didn't marry Jason Bourne, right? And even if you did, why would you want him to break himself? Well... Stand back at a distance and just shoot. Who was the guy? Uh, John Wick. If you'd marry John Wick, it doesn't matter if he starts with a gun or not. All of them are dead, and you're going to be cleaning up a lot of body parts from the walls uh, in the next Well, she just kept saying, well, I don't want them to die just because they entered my house. And they're like, well, what if they want to kill or hurt you? And see, I look at that when you've explained the story to me. Did she say that on purpose? Was that part of the setup to make you watch the show? That is something that I hear a lot. That, that, is that, that you're not, you shouldn't, someone shouldn't yeah. lose their life just because they're trying to steal something. Mm-hmm. That's only stuff. Human, aren't you pro-life? Human life is more valuable than stuff. But I can't read your mind. So I don't know whether you're coming for stuff or whether you're coming to rape and murder me. I I'm, don't know that. I'm not going to take the chance. Yeah, I'm not, not going to sit there and have a philosophical conversation I, with you. I'm not going to seek trouble out. I never have. No. But I'm telling you that would be a bad thing. Yes. Don't come to me. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Not going to be good. Nope. Nope. Don't come to my house either. Don't do it. It's not going to be good. For either you one will of be us. getting shot while my dog feasts on your nuts. For either one of us, it's not going to be good. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, think, the whole, I think that podcast... I'm not inclined to watch it. I'd rather watch the 904 Now Morning Show because I feel like I would get Clips more out of it. Are yeah. hilarious, though. <laughs> well, I, you you're like in a whole different younger pod ver- version world than I am. I don't have time for this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why I just watch clips. I have time to do this show, mm-hmm. and I'm very happy doing this show, but mm-hmm. I don't have time to watch I don't know. You bring in 80 news stories every day. You have some time. It It takes me about 30 minutes to prep. 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at lunch. I can find stupid stories on the internet faster than anybody. Okay. I have proven that over the years. Mm-hmm. I apologize to you guys. The filters were on today and I could not find a stripper story. But I didn't want to tell you oh, until man. we were 51 minutes in because I wanted you to hang around. <laughs> Honestly, they're just running. I brought you the only fan story the other day. I even mm-hmm. left it on the desk. I noticed Troy did not take it home with him. He did not. 
I am going to text him tonight and ask if he looked her up. Yeah. I promise you he did. Did you do your research? What's that? <laughs> did he do, did he do research? any research? Yeah. Yes. Do you know who she is? Yes. Yeah. All right. So last we story. Stoidum does rock. The story does. So last story of the day. Mm-hmm. NBC on Sunday's Today Show. Okay. Right. Sunday today decided to uh, panic viewers by regurgitating a laughably absurd report by the United Nations claiming that much of the southern United States would be unlivable by the year 2070. Okay. I I would be 104 mm-hmm. by 2070. Okay. So I don't know that I would notice. Mm-hmm. But it would be great to be 104 and be like a really functioning fit guy. Yeah. And be telling them it was colder when I was young. It was so much colder when I <laughs> Just to rub it in, we had something called winter. Yeah, seasons. We had seasons. You guys just have heat now. When mm-hmm. I was a kid, we got to do seasons. Um, I just think it's absolutely funny when people throw these stats out like that because they throw them out there. Mm-hmm. Now, this one I give credit for because it's 2070. Because mm-hmm. all the ones that have said the world is over in five years. years or two years or 12 years or 20 years mm-hmm. have all been proven wrong. Yep. So We just this, recently celebrated one. This story... AOC, we celebrated hers. This story is no, remarkable in that it went. Thunberg. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hers too. We're still still waiting for AOC's It'll prediction. Happen. To- It'll happen. But twenty seventy, most of the people are either going to be too old or senile to forget. And I promise you, between now and twenty seventy, there will be even more absurd claims about the end of the world. Good gracious! What website did you find this on? Uh, where did I get this? It was out? NBC's Sunday it was, Today Show. It was NBC okay. Sunday Today Show. I'm just trying to remember where I pulled the story from. Well, I'd the go target everywhere. demo for NBC is Newsbusters. old enough that they won't make it to 2070. No, they're not going to make it. Yeah. They're so not 100%. No one's going to be there to call them on it. No, they're not going to make it. And here's the thing. When you do call them on it, because there are things like movies and the internet and, you know, reference books, mm-hmm. when you do look at a young person and say, hey, just so you know, the idea in the 70s was that we were heading into an ice age. age. Mm -hmm. To the point Mm -hmm. that there are documentaries that Leonard Nimoy voiced that claimed that we're heading into another ice age. And there were actual proposals of scientists in front of the UN trying to convince the UN to take up an initiative and vote on covering the ice caps with black soot to melt the ice caps so that we could save ourselves from an ice age. We're all going to die in an ice age. Mm -hmm. You point this out, to a Zoomer and their college professors have been called on this one time to it. And, oh, that was just fringe. No one actually believed that. Like, okay, have a conversation. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> Time Magazine believed it. Newsweek believed it because it was on the cover of all of them. I was a kid. Yeah. I saw the headlines. And that's what I said. Have a conversation no. with the kids that were educated and had to watch these documentaries in elementary school. No. I was still watching some of these 70s documentaries in the 80s when I was learning global global warming, global cooling, climate change. It's so annoying. It was ridiculous Mm -hmm. back then. It's ridiculous today. Right. There's a lot of factors involved in it. Uh, Yes, it's changing. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've coined a new term for all of this heat that we're going through right now. Summer. Yes. You saw my notes and you stole it. (laughs) 
It's summer. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen? What? Temperatures are going to fall in the fall. And I think we should call the fall, fall. Yes. I do. I agree. We should 100%. Yeah. And then it will spring back year when after the, the winter. temperatures drop, we should definitely call fall. Fall. That's what we should call it's that. It's not two on the nose at all. I'm all in on this. You I think it's going to become a trend. what actually happen? What's that? Is that we'll also get less light. And so the leaves will also drop from the trees. Yes. So not only are temperatures going to drop, but also leaves. So fall will be perfect. Fall will be awesome. Mm. You know why else fall is awesome? Surfing. It's football season. <laughs> <laughs> it's football season, baby. That's why fall is great. Yep. All right. This is, uh, we're pretty close we're to early. the end of this. Yeah, we're a little early today, yep. but um, we'll be back tomorrow. Maybe have a guest, maybe not. I did reach out to Mr. Stephalopagus. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, got the Are whole. Are you sure he's uh, not your imaginary friend? I'm busy with Big Bird and I don't know mm -hmm. if I can make it. And, yep. You know, I've got this thing with this new bird seed thing that I'm doing. So fiscal year turnover. I'm yeah. sure he's got to do some kind of numbers with the count. By the way, before we go, last night there were people camped outside the amphitheater. Yeah, what was that about? I think somebody who used to play in One Direction is playing tonight, and I think they were trying to get whatever the leftover tickets were. One Direction, but they, it was some boy band guy. Yeah. It was some. I don't know who it is. I've I'm never sure it's not Harry Styles because he's still recovering from. His in my life. entire life, I have never listened to, watched, or been to a boy band concert ever. I did drive my daughter and her I friends to one. I have never been to a boy band concert either, and that's that's a prickly topic between me and my mom. I had a chance to go see New Kids on the Block, and I loved New Kids on the Block, and she wouldn't let me go. Well, at the time, I probably would have agreed with her, but now I think Marky Mark is awesome. Marky Mark wasn't in. He New wasn't Kids in on New Kids on the Block. Well, then I would have let you go either. Brother, I would have let you go either. Donnie Wahlberg was Donnie. In. Mm -hmm. Donnie from Blue Bloods. Yes, he was good. Donnie was in New Kids on the Block. He was good in Blue Bloods. He was my boy. He was my crush in New Kids he on the Block. He was good. I like him. Did you watch all the Blue Bloods episodes? No. I'm over it. He lost his hair. <laughs> he did lose his hair. <laughs> Actually, I was over it when he, like, the band broke up because he started going cuckoo and burning. I wish we had a picture and... of Louis to put up right there, right now, mm -hmm. with a full head of gorgeous hair. Louis. Now I know why you married Louis. It was a rebound with from hair, Donnie Wahlberg. With hair or without hair, hair. hair. my <laughs> husband is superior to Donnie Wahlberg. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thursday will be trivia before Bollocks. Uh, but thanks all and have a good night. Bye.